Want to help keep the lights on in Anarchy Basement? Then go to PRLfans.com. There you can find links to Patreon, PayPal, our Bitcoin info, and other ways to help support the podcast. Now, enjoy the show. Hello, this is Otto, your host of the Punk Rock Libertarians podcast, episode 319. Matt is currently skating with Tony Hawk at the Lansdowne Bowl. He cannot join us tonight. <laughs> I'm joined with Jared Snyderman. Hey, guys. Kyle Wagner. Hey, everybody. And James Babb. Hello. So what's going on, guys, tonight? Great to be with you. Not much, man. How's your, uh, <laughs> how's your weekend going, dude? Dude, it has gone way too fast. I never get enough time in the weekend, ever. I was just, uh, I just came back from the gun range up in West Virginia. Where in West Virginia was that? Dude, I was like in a place called Keezer. I've never heard of it. It's Keezer. right across the border. Essentially, okay. it's like 20 minutes up. We were up in the mountains, man. It was yeah ridiculous. Those mountains are awesome out there. Was it near like, um, was it near uh, like Harper's Ferry or further, further out west? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know West Virginia. I don't even know Western Maryland. So like, I was blown okay. away. I'm like, like we saw, we drove through Cumberland, Maryland. I'm like, this is an actual yeah. city. Like, I oh yeah, know this dude, is like I, a city. <laughs> yeah, that's where I go camping. I go camping there every there. year, multiple it's times. It's beautiful over there. That's, that's yeah. gorgeous. Oh, I know, I know. Like, I've been to like the Rocky Gap, whatever. But I just, I've never been yeah. through Cumberland. And just seeing Cumberland, I'm like, oh, shit. So once we got in West Virginia, like, I've only been up there once to visit my brother in Morgantown uh, when mm. he was at WVU. No clue. Yeah. No file in the whole fucking place. Wow. So your guess is as good as mine. There was a Walmart. I know that. <laughs> oh, wow. That's really well, it's not completely <laughs> uncivilized in West Virginia, right? <laughs> yeah. I, I, my, uh, my buddy moved out to Cumberland for a couple years with his girlfriend. I, I thought he was crazy. I was like, you're going to leave all your, your family and your friends and go out to Cumberland. I'm like, I don't think there's a whole lot going on out there. And uh, plus, he's, plus he's a black dude. And I thought Cumberland's like primarily <laughs> white. I don't know if it actually is. I was like, you're going to be like the only black guy in Cumberland. I thought it's like a cute tourist town. I don't, I don't know anything else about it. That's all it, just what it looked like. It looks like a mini Pittsburgh. <laughs> it, it's it like is, you drive that through. Sounds, uh, what a terrible <laughs> thing to say about a place. That's awful. <laughs> Well, there's not only are you like Pittsburgh, you're not only are you compared to Pittsburgh, but you're a little Pittsburgh. Like, oh, there's a, a lot of great Pittsburgh. history out there. The the B&O Railroad, I think, used to pass through there. It used to be like, a, you know, a, a booming town back in I don't I don't even know how long ago, 40s maybe or something. A lot uh, of mining way before that, yeah, way before. Okay, that. shipping and all kinds of stuff. And it's so, weird. yeah. yeah. It's weird because, like, you hear about this stuff, like, like, yeah, you know, Cumberland, it's up there, but I just never fucking been there. I <laughs> <Just had> no <laughs> clue. And then we had to drive through there to get to West Virginia, and it was, like, two and a half hours away. So It's it like the upper peninsula of Michigan. It's like the part of the state that, like, most people don't even know exists. Like, Western <laughs> right. Maryland, like, what? Right? Yeah. Like, yeah. Like there's mountains Dude, up I there? Love, I love Western Maryland. Yeah, me too. You what love kind it of so much? Why don't you marry it? <laughs> Maybe I will, dude. Maybe I'll fuck it right in the. What, what was this gun range like? Was it like outdoors or was oh. it? Because only gun ranges I've ever been to have been indoors. Um, it was pro- it was on a private property. It was outdoors, and it's literally on the side of a mountain. Like they just dug out a side of a mountain, and they're like, "That's where you shoot." <laughs> That's cool, man. Yeah, shoot into really the mountain. Cool. You shoot the mountain. Yeah, outdoor yeah. ranges are like the best, man. I was able to take my shotgun because in Maryland you're also not allowed better for to. Your hearing. Oh yeah, but you're not allowed to you're not allowed to shoot shotguns in indoor ranges in Maryland. So right. I, I haven't I've had my shotgun for several months and I've never been able to shoot it. So I was able to take it up there and shoot it for the first time. Do you have those new like incendiary grenade rounds for your <laughs> shotgun? Like those are so cool. <laughs> yeah, I got a whole bunch of. Them. <laughs> no. <laughs> what what's the action like on this shotgun? Like like how do you reload it? Oh, it's a uh, you know it's pump. It's a twelve gauge. It's a pump action. Yeah. Okay. I was yeah. reading a little bit about shotgun and like the different types because I was I'm in this one group. I th- I think it might have even been in the punk rock libertarians group. Somebody posted a picture of like two far left like a couple 
And like the guy, the guy's like, "This is the last sight that like Nazis are gonna see." And it's this like um, left wing guy holding what looks like it's like a gigantic rifle, and it's like a lever, you know. It, it the rifles it looks like it's as big as he is, and then his girlfriend's got like pink hair or whatever. It, nobody <laughs> saw this picture. I don't no. know. It's hilarious. That sounds awesome. <laughs> you know, and everybody's just like, <laughs> "Good for them." Great description, Kyle. <laughs> uh, I, so I just I went down this rabbit hole of reading about the different types of shotgun uh, reload mechanisms and and all this stuff. So you know you have like the I want lever. The, I want and, that barrel fed like automatic shotgun. Have you ever seen uh, that one on like yeah. that, that Russian that um, what, what was that that guy oh, that pretends yeah. to be Russian who who shows off firearms? Yeah, that guy YouTube got channel is huge. Yeah, Profe- yeah. I'm a professional Russian. Well, I'm pretty sure he got taken down by the FBI. I think oh, his shit. videos are still up. I he's probably demonetized. I don't know what happened to him, but I know he like got he, he got raided. He definitely got raided. I know that he had like fact. a barrel fed shotgun with like uh f- like f- like frag grenade rounds. I mean, it's just <laughs> like a shit. ridiculous uh, amount oh, of like uh, Mike uh, in the uh, comments says like uh help us out here. Yeah, it's FPS Russia. That was the name yeah. of the yeah, YouTube. What's channel. his status? Is he is he free or what? What happened to him? Mike, tell us what's the what's what's the story on him. Well, we'll wait for him. Oh, <laughs> keep, <okay>. keep talking. <laughs> All right. <laughs> like, well, for those that don't know, him. like this, his show, he really <laughs> would show off some cool weapons. He'd put like dragon's breath. He'd have all the special ammos, That's all kinds of different awesome. weapons. He'd load up like dummies with explosives and shoot them and. I mean, just super fun, oh, and this I don't is know juicy. where he got access to some extremely well, apparently his firearms. He he must have had a supplier, and one of his, uh, Mike says his supplier was found shot in the back of the head. Oh, wow. Oh. And then oh, also FPS right. Russia was uh, raided. I'm going to just, I'm going to blame the government for whatever went wrong there. I don't know. I don't know what <laughs> happened, but I feel that's it's usually, a safe, usually a safe bet. Yeah, yeah. that's a safe bet. So, so Phil, I know you don't want to talk about it, but what what was it like shooting your shotgun? No, it was actually really cool. I've never – okay, I had one shot. So speaking of different, like, mechanisms for it, I've only shot in the shotgun one time before when I was a kid. It was an old, like, World War One like, bolt action, I think, yeah. the shotgun, and it was so crazy. But that was so long ago, I completely forgot about it. And so I, I just got this brand-new um, – it's like a pistol grip shotgun, pump action, 12-gauge. And I have honestly just never, like, I've always been kind of nervous about shooting because I'm like, I I forgot, like, how much it, like, the kickback is. But it wasn't that bad. But it was pretty fucking cool to shoot a shotgun, like, multiple times at a target. And that that was your first time shooting a shotgun? Yeah, since, like, maybe 2001, 2002. Okay, I barely remember it. (laughs) It was the bolt action. Yeah, the bolt bolt action. action before, and this is a pump action. And they also have like hinge where you like you, it breaks open, you know, it like hinges open and you put the shells in. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I want the one that has that that pump action sound that just sends that just means terror to somebody on the other end of that. Like, oh yeah, right, that like Phil's, Phil's has got to be like that, oh, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, oh yeah, it's freaking <laughs> awesome. It's like tell me that's not a sound like if you were an intruder in, in a home or something and you're sneaking around in the dark and you hear like. <laughs> <laughs> yep you could probably mimic that sound somehow i don't know i got like a stapler i could probably rig something up you know <laughs> stapler. it's in the, it's uh, in the dark he doesn't know <laughs> wow no be, no never never pretend to have a firearm when you don't right i do i do i do you know what what self-respecting libertarian doesn't have a doesn't own any guns well, you, cause so, you, you may be called exactly. upon to, you know, to use it. You don't want to have be like, oh, I was just pretending. No. Yeah. <laughs> Especially when it's the cops, right? <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Good transition. So uh, speaking of that, uh, they released the report, right, earlier this week about Breonna Taylor. And um, did any of you guys have the docs on that? Of what, what the official results were? I don't have it up in front of me, but I watched. Well, they didn't end up charging them with anything except I think the only thing was firing. Reckless endangerment. endangerment Not because they they killed Brianna, but because they fired it near some of her neighbors who might have been hurt. Yeah, yeah, you got charged with like wonton soup or whatever. Can you imagine if if, if a mere mundane (laughs) like walked into a police station, opened fire, 
engaged in a gun battle and then they just and then they're like well i guess wanton endangerment is what we'll charge you with what (laughs) yeah what a you know what a horrible situation well and and they also they tried to claim that they did in fact knock on the door and that they did in fact announce themselves even though it was a a no-knock warrant well, yeah, <laughs> so no knock warrant. That sounds apparently. totally legit. They'd never lie to, to cover their asses. Well, there was apparently one out of, and from what I heard, one out of 12 uh, neighbors that I guess they uh, interviewed had corroborated this, uh, this story that they did, in fact, knock. Of course. But the, the other neighbor, 11 were like, nope. Yeah, <laughs> like, nope, fuck you. <laughs> it's like the one out of the five dentists was like. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it was actually just like an ex cop, probably. Yeah, yeah, like or like somebody <laughs> dating a cop, or you know. Yeah, yeah I, I watched. Uh, I like to watch uh, Fox and CNN. I watch the news story on one, and then change the channel, and it, to CNN and see it's like the exact opposite spin on the same story, which is crazy, you know. So Fox, I'm sure like, both are pro state, though, right? I mean, no, no, CNN is uh, pro pro Brianna, so um, you know that's the left wing cause. Um, but they, you know, they're saying Fox is like, well, there we have it. You know, witness testimony that they did, in fact, announce themselves, you know. Uh, right. And, when you and, announce and, yourself, it's perfectly OK to storm in and start murdering people. Right. <laughs> but, they, but but just but seriously, like you announced yourself. Right. OK. No sweat. Uh, what? <laughs> yeah. I mean, I'm, I'm more I, I like to think more objective about it. I, I don't know if this if they did announce themselves or not or if they did go in. I mean, is it possible that they go in and this guy, the boyfriend, did not know they were police? How do you know, not know it's police coming in? You know, like just, well, less, even if you did know they were police, you're still entitled to defend yourself against. I don't think so. This no, you're not. Irrelevant. No, How you about, are not. I'm are you out of your mind? You I'm cannot sell- shoot at police if they come into your house with a warrant, James. I'm sorry. Every person has a right to defend themselves against intruders. Not police. Well, no I know way. that's the status view, but for us freedom lovers, we believe in the right of self-defense. And when some I mean, asshole storm in your house, you have a right to defend yourself. No, you're. They are. They have. If they have a warrant, they're allowed to come in and arrest you. Like you, you can't just shoot at police who come into your house with a warrant. You're. Oh, I mean, what? You, what? You you're can. allowed to be kidnapped? Oh no, they have yeah. a moral. They have what? They have the moral right to kidnap you because some some guy in a dress signed a form. Fuck off. It's not a moral right. It's a legal right. They have <laughs> oh, a legal well, right to arrest you. See what you've been missing, that. Phil. See what you've been missing, Phil. <laughs> Jesus, this is dude. this I, is every other week. <laughs> I mean, no, you, you're this? not. I'm gonna offer. I'm gonna throw out a solution, and let's just <laughs> let me know if you guys think that this would actually go a long way to giving everybody what they want, and just say, how about this? We just, you know what? We don't really know what's going on. Let's try a year without no knock raids. Okay. All right. Whatever you want to do with police or whatever. Can we all agree that this no-knock raid bullshit is just, it's just too dangerous. It's bad for cops. It's getting everybody murdered. Hey, um, and what? So you don't flush your weed down the toilet? Seriously? I mean, Kyle, you you would agree with that, right? Do you think there's any point of a no-knock raid that... Ever. Ever. I mean, I I mean... mean, The thing, yeah, I... I, And and, and, and in the case of... They're trying to get drugs, right? So they're worried that you're going to flush the evidence before they get a chance to come in and search. How many people so need to the, die so you can't flush your joint? But they like, also do no-knock raids on guns. What sense does that mean? You're going to flush your gun, you know? Like, they also yeah. give those for guns. So it makes no sense. That's why these no-knock raids – imagine, Kyle. Imagine any any Joe whatever, six-pack, whatever. I don't fucking term I'm talking about. But anyway, but like any person <laughs> can just go and just slam on your door and say, cops, cops, cops. And he's probably grabbed his gun and like, what? Like, what do you mean cops? And, and as soon as they bust open the door or whatever, he sees that they're playing clothes, like they're not cops. He's like, oh, shit. And he probably shoots. Is that, well, consider, is that well, listen, considering that the cops kill like 10,000 uh, Americans a year, I don't think the fact that you're a cop is going to somehow give you like, oh, it's okay. He's a cop. He's not going to hurt me. Right. When they yeah, when they not only so. are these people have complete, complete, but almost complete immunity to go in anybody's house and kill anybody they want. Yeah. It, you know what? You maybe you should be returning fire quick before they murder you in your bed like Duncan Lemp. I mean, 
I mean, yeah, Kyle, and, and like, how, in this situation, do you think that they knew it was a cop before the person entered their house? Well, that, that's what I'm saying. I don't know. I, I'm suspicious of the boyfriend. I think his name's Walker or something like that. Suspicious of his story that he did not realize they were cops, and that's why he fired. But, I mean, it's at night. Somebody breaks into your apartment. I mean, how long did they? I don't know. That's that's why the name. I mean, if it was a nose, me, Mister Intruder. May I see your police badge, please? Hold yeah. on one moment. I, I, let me. I'm not. I'm not. Sure. I need to know if I'm going to defend myself. There's a. There's an armed gang storming my home. Uh, do you have proper paperwork? Did a man in a dress sign a form? I'm not sure what my rights. <laughs> what? Well, you as a shooter should be Dude, identifying how about this? your target. You, you want to you arrest should... somebody? You? How about you just knock on the door? Yeah, but come in on, in the Kyle. morning at 9 a.m. at a normal time and say, "Excuse me, sir, I have a warrant for your arrest. Please come with us." You're a gun uh, owner. You need to know what your target is. You need to know who you're shooting at. It, but Kyle, if somebody breaks down your door. Yeah, that intruders. person is automatically a threat. Like, th there's no situation. Aside from like, and you know, to, to agree with Bab, it's still a threat. But like, if, if someone's breaking down your door, they're a threat. You don't need to identify who's on the other end. Well, what I if mean, they do identify themselves as members of a gang with a proven <laughs> history of violence, with no accountability, with no opportunity for justice or retribution? Uh, what should you do? Yeah, you defend you your, defend you your life because is the always police. acceptable. No, you should surrender because they're the police. They're doing their job. They're they're serving. Okay, a but that's a tactical that decision a to be made on the on the scene by the person involved, right? But yeah. they're always yeah, entitled and it didn't work to defend out for themselves. Them. It didn't work out for them, did it? Okay, well, I this, mean, you had we a can, woman we that can was debate the tactics, right? That's a tactical decision. I don't like everybody has to do that on their own, but I think we can all agree that when armed goons storm your house, you're entitled to fight back if you possibly can and choose to. Nobody. I don't think there's I any question with on that. that. I don't agree with that because you're lumping well, of cops you're in. Of course, you're a statist. That's because you're lumping cops in with that. You're <laughs> lumping cops in as like the armed goons, but they're doing. That's their job is to enforce the law to break. I'm just down doing my job to be an armed and, goon and storming your home at 3 a.m. What the hell kind of an argument is that, Kyle? I mean, they 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 had a warrant. They had evidence of dr drug trafficking or whatever, and that's what they were doing. Which ended up being falsified information. They told the they told the judge that the postmaster certified that drugs were being mailed to this address. Postmaster backed off and said, "We didn't do that." Right. Dan, well, Dan, there's a lot. Of, there's Dan, a lot Dan of Albright says uh, they're just doing their job. I'm pretty sure Nuremberg wants its defense back. Yeah, seriously. I don't. You know, like we don't. I don't, I don't think just doing our jobs is 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 going to really cut it. I mean, you know, I'm in agreement on the fact that these drug laws lead to these kind of situations. And I love that angle to say this is yet another victim of the war on drugs. But I mean, yeah. the fact is drugs are illegal and that they had enough to go and say, let's but get going, a warrant for this woman's apartment. OK, on that on that note, no, they had um, falsified information to get a warrant. Right. I don't think so. I don't think so. So, so that's the thing. Are you calling the are you calling the postmaster a liar, Kyle? I, I haven't heard anything about the, the postmaster. The I just know they had a signed warrant from the judge. Right, because right? So that's, the, maybe they, that they told the judge. To a good first of all, do you know job. how easy it is to get a warrant from the judge? That's you don't even like have to make stamp, up shit, yeah. but they felt they did, so they, they, they <clears> did it. Well, I'm thinking, no, no. So I'm thinking that all this was was just an excuse in the drug war to for this police department to utilize their their high power we weapons that they got from the federal government and some type of bullshit buying program. It just to justify the fact that they need more federal funding down the road to further help them in their goddamn bullshit drug war. Like that's all that right. no knock raids are for. And I think it's bullshit. I, you know how easy well, it is see, to that's catch the angle that needs to, to be hammered on. Right. <laughs> right. That's what I'm here. That's to the do. angle that needs to be. <laughs> that's the angle that really needs to be hammered on here. You know, of course, the media is going to spend all their time talking about how this is a racially motivated crime and whatnot. Uh, and I mean, yeah. maybe it was, maybe it wasn't. But, um, but um, you know, it, really what it comes down to is it's, it's, this was all caused by the drug war, you know, mostly by the drug war. If we well, didn't have and, the drug and war. And that's kind of vague, though, but because, I mean, it was caused by the individuals that are, that are, that are waging the drug war. And I, I think it's... I think it's appropriate to call these bastards out by their names. So, you know, those are individual. I, I cops agree with you. I agree with you. These are individual that, judges James. signing yeah, the orders. James, they probably know are bullshit. There's in, yeah. like at the, these people. I'm not letting these people off the hook. individually. 
I'm not letting them off the hook, but the policies are there. And as long as the policies are there, they're going to find idiots that are going to carry them out. True. You know? I mean, yeah. so get rid of the policy and then they got to find some other way to fucking be douchebags. It's, it's bigger. It's bigger than individual accountability because you have the politicians that are supporting these policies. And then you have a public that's also supportive of drug policies. So this is they're they're enforcing laws that the people of wherever this happened actually want. It's going to be really complicated at the next Nuremberg trials to sort these bastards out. But uh, it, yeah, it's not going to happen because this is the, the drug war is never going to be looked at like the the um, the Holocaust. Well, it, I'm sorry, it's been a civil rights crisis since chattel slavery, and yeah, I think it's very likely in the future that it's looked back upon as like this barbaric time period, similar to chattel slavery, similar to the Holocaust in Germany, similar to the extermination of of the of the Native Americans. I mean, genocide after genocide after horrible, horrible, uh, you know, imprisonment, uh, mass imprisonment of, of people. I mean, we're talking a scale with so many prisoners and so many lives ruined, so many cities plundered. I mean, um, it's going to be generate. Even if you fix the problem today, this is this damage is going to be generations to correct. There's not going to be any justice, but if there is, it means that these people have to be held accountable and and pay restitution to their victims. And I'd love to see that being brought into the into the discussion when they're talking about legalizing, they're talking about how much we can tax and uh and you know what kind of poss- you know like what kind of maybe we'll do a little ease up on some of these drug laws. What we need to be talking about is uh, you know, w- what's going to happen to you, Mr. Prosecutor, Mr. Judge, Mr. Policeman? Like, how about, you know, maybe we can negotiate where, you know, some like truth and reconciliation or, you know, we'll go easy on you guys. It's time for you to just knock this shit off. You got to let everybody go now. You know, like we're not doing this drug war thing anymore. Um, but I mean, you need a lot more public support to get there. But the only I can't predict the future. So you could be right that maybe the war on drugs will one day be looked at the same way as slavery or, or the Holocaust. Um, but if we look at like alcohol prohibition, that certainly doesn't have the same negative stigma. Um, but that was only like what? How many years was that? Ten? I don't know. It's actually still going on. They're, they're still yeah. kicking in doors over booze today. Okay, like it's not like alcohol got legalized. Um, There's people like getting their doors kicked in over booze laws in Pennsylvania in modern times. This is it's not like, oh, booze is legal now. No, they just turned it into like a a little network of various cartels and tax schemes. Um, Yeah, it's just regulated. You know, it's not just overly regulated. regulated. Yeah, You need a liquor license and it's kind of like what they're doing with weed, right? Well, I try to point that out as an example to the weed people. They're like, don't worry. It's going to be incremental. We're going to fix it later. Tax and tax and regulate today. I'm like, dude, check, check out booze. It's been like 85 years since the 21st amendment. Like how long do you need to get to free, to, to free the booze at this rate? Like, no, it does not work. (laughs) It's proven to work. You get a new tax in you're, you're condemning generations Seriously, like think about that for these stoners. They're like, we're going to have a weed tax. It's going to be great, right? <laughs> Not only are they going to be paying it, their kids, their grandkids, their great grandkids. Yeah, but most of them are liberals. They don't care. <laughs> yeah, they gladly pay, pay taxes. I think taxes and regulation are preferable to straight up bans. But I mean, do you disagree? Would you think a ban is better? Just keep it in the black market. Well, these are, I mean, they're both horribly damaging. I'm just pointing out that the, that the tax and regulate thing is, is not, it's not a zero cost thing. There's a lot of cost in that. And, um, you know, I mean, imagine if they had done ta- like tax and regulate with chattel slavery. They're like, look, we figured out slavery's kind of bad. We're going to kind of, going to start allowing a little bit of freedom for black people, but we're going to, we're going to have a permit, maybe a card you can get if you're black, and then we'll see if we allow you off the plantation. Like, no, right. like, it, just, like you have to be, you have to recognize, you have to make a moral argument and say like, this is all fucking bullshit and, and, what, and, and reject it all. What's funny is I've been working with uh, decriminalized nature um, and they're, it's a very leftist organization. So they're like of the opinion where, where how you're talking James about like, yeah, like you don't make it legal, just decriminalize it. That be, for, for our reasoning is, is you keep the government out of it, you keep it from being taxed and overly regulated, and you keep it from 
you know, the, 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 you know, all the regulations, but in their mind, they're like, yeah, uh, like decriminalized nature. Like I've heard some of the people from them say like, yeah, we want to keep the money in the neighborhoods and not bring in the greedy capitalists into this. Oh, oh yeah. They've, they've, they're going to, yeah. they've already figured out how they're going to micromanage their legal weed cartel structure. Like dude, yeah. it's just, Oh, can we just go back to black market at this point? Like, ah, uh, it's exhausting. Yeah. Right? I, it's I like, have used, I mean, I, I would say it's legalize and regulate argument before I found that to be very effective with conservatives um, because they're just so afraid of legal drugs. But, if but you the, say, it's like, not 1990 if, anymore. OK, it, like that was a time like that. It used to be radical to say tax and regulate weed. OK, that was a radical position. Now it's practically like the like the mainstream Democratic talking point. Right. Mm -hmm. Like. Uh, you know, what's radical and where libertarians should be at is, you know, completely, completely dismantling all of this regulatory structure and completely declaring it null and void and a complete dead end. Um, you know, we've seen we've seen where this goes. It's just not going to sell because it's like you, they're, they're like, well, what about heroin for five year olds? It's just it's too much. They cannot uh, stomach the, the complete absence of any regulation on drug sales. I mean, it's sad to say, but I, I would say it is definitely preferable to a complete black market to have this sort of heavy, heavily regulated and tax market. I mean, yeah, but remember this, I mean, don't forget, don't forget we're economists. There's the seen and the unseen. Okay. You're stuffing no, I, hundreds of million dollars into a state coffer. Okay. Now what are they going to spend that on? Cops, prisons, enforcement, regulation, cops, more cops, <laughs> and cops. You know what's my argument? Like, and and what and what what's your what's and what about the consequence? So there's consequences, right? You can't just say, "Well, I don't mind paying the tax." What I'm not no. look. Well, you know me, Babs. I'm not saying I I don't mind paying the tax. Obviously, a taxation is theft. I, I'm just saying if you had to choose one or the other of what we have now and then, you know, what they're doing with marijuana. I, I mean, I, I'm choosing what they do, they're doing with marijuana. Just because it's going to be, it's go. It's. I mean, look. Yes, you said people are still getting their doors kicked in, but it's not at the level of like prohibition era, right? I mean, I mean I've been to you the don't legal, have I've been to the legal dispensaries, and I'm playing the 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 you know the the tax and regulate game. I'm not. It's not like I'm saying like, oh, you, you know, we, sh you know, maybe we should boycott it if you can. I'm just thinking that it it it's a dead end though. It is not gonna. It's it's going to be a hundred years from now, and yep. it's still going to be uh, um, basically a, a, a lifeblood of the state, just the way booze is now. All the shit it props up, right? Like you're you're create you create a food source, and that doesn't go away easily. So I just think there's consequences. We can we can evaluate it for today in our personal yeah. world, but we have to consider all the unseen damage that's that's generations down the road after we're dead when a new tax goes into play. I was driving down from West Virginia and I, was, I saw this, I don't even fucking know. It came up as a sponsored ad on Facebook and it was a picture of, I don't know if you guys remember back in the day, but Nancy Reagan, you know, the just say no, just, you know, thing she was backing, but she got this um, Washington Redskins jersey and it said, no, it said, it said just say no. And it was the number two. And underneath of it, it said drugs, but it was someone was holding it up and said, just say no to legalization. And it said on the side, it says support local, local entrepreneurs. And it's from this company called Weed Dealers Against Legalization. <laughs> it was so fucking funny. I was like, I have to buy this shirt. It's just too funny. That's great. Yeah. Well, the cartels obviously do great when it's illegal. Oh yeah! Oh yeah! Absolutely. Fuck. But speaking of taxes, so what's up, uh, Donald Trump? It just came out like shit, like right before we went live that uh, Donald Trump uh, didn't pay taxes. Do you have the, anyone got the docs on that? I just heard it was yeah, ten got, out of fifteen uh, years. Yeah, that's what the uh, New York Times article is saying. Wait, he didn't file or didn't pay or what? Didn't didn't pay anything. Well, I, I mean, I just assume when he was hiding his tax returns, it's because people were going to find out he wasn't the super billionaire that he tries to be on TV. Yeah, they're saying he's also like heavily in debt. Um, yeah, they're basically trashing this whole idea that he is, you know, 
a multi-billionaire successful entrepreneur. I mean, didn't everybody know that already? I mean, seriously, who I mean, is I, this rich guy? I like? think all smart people knew that. <laughs> Yeah, I think there's many delusional dollars. people that don't believe that. Well, if you watch The Apprentice or whatever the shows were, they like you saw him in these like you know gold lined toilets and shit. So, um, you know, images everything. Yeah. yeah, that's a good point. I I kind of am always skeptical when people are really flashy with their wealth that it's just a it's sort of a house of cards. You know, I think like sometimes the really wealthy are they don't like show off very much. Duh. Um, <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so. I, I think it depends on culture though. I mean, if you look at, um, you know, certain cultures, like you see like famous rappers, like they're obviously going to show off their wealth. And I think it's real. That's part of the shtick though. That's actually That's part of the character that they have to play to, to be in that world and to generate that, you know, like superstar thing. Sure. But, uh, I think real, I mean, real people, you know, I don't know, I guess there's all kinds, but we would yeah. need to see Trump's balance sheet, right? Not his tax return, not 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 his income yeah. tax returns, which are his annual like earnings. But we need to see his balance sheet to know, you know, what kind of so, investments he wait, has. Wait, so let me see if I am I, kind of debt. am I correct that the left is going to be outraged now that he's not rich? <laughs> I I have no idea. Well, I think they're more angry that he hasn't paid taxes than anything. Okay, so they're like he's rich and he hasn't paid. It's not just well, like he's he's not as rich broke. as he says he is, but also hasn't paid taxes for being as rich as he hasn't said he is. I, I don't know. <laughs> it doesn't really make sense. I don't know how he gets away with not paying taxes. I mean, the income tax laws they they kind of close a lot of those loopholes. So if you have like wage earnings, um, you know, you're getting nailed like with alternative minimum tax and you lose all the deductions and everything. If you're in that highest income bracket, Listen, when you, when you're into the big money, you've got professionals that can help you figure all of this crap uh -huh. out. Right. It's, uh -huh. it's the, and then there's like, like, like really low income people, they don't pay a lot of taxes, so they don't really worry about it. But it's us in the middle that like, we make enough money that, that we're targets for taxation, but we don't have the resources to bring in the super tax accountants and the structures and the, and the trust funds and the this and the like we yep. don't have the defenses right that the super that the rich people have so we're that's where like we're the bread and butter for those guys i mean i get you know there's a w-2 right i'm paying taxes on my w-2 because they report that to the, the irs i don't see how even with a like a high price tax tax preparer i would be able to escape paying taxes well, on you w just you have more expenses than income that's all it would, yeah, it would have to be, I guess, business expenses, right? Yeah, so it's like, right. Oh, well, well, why didn't your business make money? Well, it spent, a, it invest, had to invest a lot in all this real estate, you know? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah, we had to invest in this, um, all these jet airplanes. We had to invest in these, you know, the the villa in in Sicily. I mean, I don't know how these things work, but uh, only you know, taxes are for chumps. Okay, they're not for the ruling class. All right, so you know. Yep. Yep. And you couldn't be more right because there is so many things like tax breaks and that, that people can just find. There's certain ones. Well, if you, you can do this, you can pair it with this one. And if you do enough percentage of this uh, tax break, then you can deduct this. And it's, there's so much of that shit. Yeah, Cause guess who, guess who writes all those things? Like, you know, like there's a reason Thank the you. tax code, it like requires like a forklift to 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 move right have you seen it like people have printed it out and stuff it's insane it's like that like twenty six thousand pages i don't know somebody google it and see i saw it's, Rand paul shoot it with a rifle okay why is it that long because every line every single line was a special favor to a different interest group somebody's like but what about my this and that and i'm a this and i'll pay for this campaign okay we'll write another line in for that guy write a line in for that guy Write a line in for this guy. Next thing you know, it's freaking 26,000 pages of, of tax code because everybody gets a, gets a little something. I wish they would release the actual returns. I'd, I'd really like to see the actual returns. This was just like report claims. He hasn't paid taxes in 10 or 15 years, but I don't think the returns themselves have actually been released. They, find out he found, they found out he had like 300 million in outstanding loans that are coming due soon, apparently. Yeah, but that's not going to affect your your income. No, I'm he just could, saying he could make that have, back just renting out the Lincoln bedroom. 
right? Like, <laughs> yeah. Like, like th- th- these are, that's, that's chump change. Yeah, he's like running million? Airbnb. Yeah, he's running Airbnb out of the White House. He's letting people like bang his wife and shit like just that, to, bang his daughter. Yeah, just imagine what like the deep state people pay him just to go along with all the wars they have in mind. I don't know. <laughs> oh boy, that's so true. <laughs> oh, I think man. he'll be okay. So I, why do people like and people that get this? He's not paying his fair share. Like I want to punch people in the fucking face. <laughs> <laughs> like. Well, it's partic- fair share. I think it's kind of interesting, though. Phil, what is the fair share? Criticize- when you criticize Trump, right, for not paying taxes, what you're saying is, we think Trump should have all this tax money to spend, but we're mad at Trump because he didn't spend the money himself for his own regime to spend. Like, what? what which right. is it? Is it good right. that the Trump regime has a lot of tax money to spend, or is it good that you didn't pay the Trump regime? Right? Like, you either gave tr- the Trump regime a bunch of money or you didn't. And in this case, it's Trump either way. So how do you really get mad at that? At, from which angle? Like, it's, that's, that's got to be a real tough one. Yeah. I, I, and there's a whole lot of this resentment. It's just like, they didn't pay their fair share. Well, uh, like, what? Trump should have, like, basically the left is saying, that Trump should have more of our money. Trump, our, Trump should yeah. have more money to spend. Trump yeah, didn't get enough money. What? Trump, Trump should have paid himself more money. <laughs> Christ. They, just, they, just, they talk Kyle, about... can you explain to this how this works from well, the state of Well, how are we going to have roads? How are we going to have roads? It's for roads? This is what I you mean, do to get roads? This is how we get roads. We have to tax <laughs> Trump. <laughs> I, uh, I, I Only don't agree with having an income tax. You know, I, I would uh, get rid of that, and that would eliminate a lot of this uh these games that people play but what about, so would you uh what would you what kind of taxes does your state favor um i would favor like a uh citizenship tax so just like um to be a citizen you just have to pay a, a small tax oh but, but you get opt out no <laughs> yeah but i mean you know you're using public roads and and then and if anybody, in the so country, if anybody tries so. to opt out, you just what gulag or what shoot them? Um, just take away their citizenship and uh, deport them. Oh shit! Brutal. Yeah, Kyle Trump over here. Damn. I mean, what know, about? I mean, be like well, a law to what, keep them out. That's what status do, right? If it's you're like not a, part of this like farm, giant, you're not like part of this tax farm. You got to get the hell out of here. You, you better be at, if you're not designated part what of the. What is the farm, Kyle Wall going to look like? You better have some kind of. If your brand isn't correct, you're in guys, the wrong tax guys, farm. What is the, what is the I, Kyle he, Wall made out of? The the law? What? No, the Kyle Wall. We, oh, we, the wall? You've got to build a wall so that these people that you deport can't return easily. Right? Yeah, it's, I haven't really ironed out all the kinks yet, but I'm not really worried about it because I'm not going to be getting elected anytime soon. But. Um, yeah, I just think uh, if you think like libertarians are fine with like a private community, well, you think of like, well, country, why can't a country charge um, a fee to live there? And, and, and basically uh, feudalism. It's not basically, it's not, not feudalism are you, are you a at feudalist? all. Not feudalism at all, but it's, I mean, every, every country in the world has at least some taxes. Like, I just don't see how we fund the basic public services that we need without any pool of, mo- without any funding. All right, well, let's not get down this path again. How did you skip the number one topic tonight? Yeah, let's, uh, let's, let's wrap up with the, uh, the number one topic, Phil. Okay, well, number one topic, the new Supreme Court judge. No, no, man, Ron Paul, man. <laughs> Ron Paul, dude. Uh, dude, I know. Fuck, I see it right fuck here. the Supreme Court. <laughs> I know. Uh, yeah, so that fucking was traumatic. <laughs> so yeah, uh, Ron Paul. Like it, people said, he had a stroke, and everyone was like really concerned. But then he posted a, uh, uh, like he says he's okay. So I don't know any more info. Uh, I've not heard anything. He's supposed to record. You know, he usually does Monday through Friday, and during his Friday show, he just was literally talking to Chris Rizzini and just just started talking and just getting slurred. And his like one side of his face started to droop, and he just like looked like holy shit, like what the fuck is happening? Yeah, and it, it was it was. 
it was brutal to watch. I don't know if I you did guys not saw see it. the video. I didn't, I just couldn't watch. I didn't. I just yeah. didn't yeah. want to watch it. But I, 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 I was really concerned. Yet, if you haven't yet, I wouldn't. Yeah, I wouldn't watch. Well, it. I think now that he's if he's fine, I, I, I was like, okay, it's okay to watch it. And I, you know, it, it was traumatic because like I was a little boy and I was over at my grandparents' house and my we can't we had breakfast in the morning. It was just me, my one brother, and my you know my grandma, and my granddad, and they were sitting at the table and my grandfather just kept dropping his fork and he just kept picking up and dropping it. And he like lifted his head up and half of his face was drooping and he was trying to talk and it was just like the video. Oh my God. I mean, that's so like that's tr- frightening. And, and he had a horrible stroke and my grandmother had to call 911 and like scooted us into the other room and try to keep us all happy while they, they were pulling him out on a stretcher, you know, rushing oh. him to the hospital. It was fucking awful, and and oh. that just brought up so many emotions. Seeing that, it's and he never talked to the same any after that, and he was never quite all there. And yeah. um, so now I don't know what's going on, like I don't know. We just don't know. I guess we'll find out. I guess tomorrow, if there's no episode of recording, I'm hoping it, it looked like a stroke, but I, I mean, I'm not a medical expert at all, so I don't know. Well, people can have strokes and re- and recover from them true yeah yeah, yeah it's yeah. mild enough and fortunately he was you know he had producers there i mean could you imagine if he was going out one of his like multiple mile bike rides and this happened well right i think right. i'm sure i'm sure immediate immediate response is crucial right so in that circumstance so it could be a make a big difference who was the guy that he was on with chris Ruzzini. I, it's his guy he's the only one because usually he's in the studio with dan mcadams like monday through thursday yeah. And Friday, he's with Chris Ruzzini, who's I think is in New Jersey. So mm. he, like, Chris is just sitting there, like, looking at his camera, like, uh, Dr. Paul, like, uh, yeah, he, oh, he seems crazy. Oh, my God. Now, was yeah. it Michael Malice that kind of made a joke about, uh, um, yeah, yeah, he made yeah. several jokes. This, 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 his joke, if I recall, uh, tell me if I got this right, he was like, um, you know, Ron was just doing a, a Joe, Joe Biden, Biden impersonation. Yeah, doing that. I think that's vaguely humorous. Um, some people thought that was really in poor taste. What do you What do you guys think? I mean, that's me kind of what he does. Yeah, I, I, I wasn't. You know, I, like I didn't laugh at it. Yeah, you think I mean, Ron? Would, I think Ron would laugh at it, but I, I think can't he probably say. would. I don't know. Some people mm. thought it was pretty poor taste. Poor taste, and I think Ron would also think it was in poor taste. Oh, Dan McAdams is not happy about that. He called. Yeah. My, he said Malice was a piece of crap. I think. Yeah. Oh yeah, like piece of trash. And wait, does he run the Ron life. Paul Institute account? Yeah. Yeah. Does he run? The, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. He called him a low life. Yeah. Oh, it was bad. He also called him. He made a post on Facebook about it. It was just like trashing Michael Malice, and I'm like, you guys know that like Michael Malice is a really big Ron Paul fan, and this is just how his humor is. And you know, most people deal with trauma differently. Like yeah. I know, whenever I'm uncomfortable, like when it comes to like stuff like that, I just want to make people laugh. And I just want to, I just want to laugh about it. I don't want to have to like get emotional. I just, and also, that, that's if you're just not, the way I deal with it. Right. And also if you're not even handed, I mean, he, he'll, you know, the sh- shit he was saying about like R- RGB or whatever. And you know, like if, if you just give an exception to like the one guy that you like, it, it, it kind of comes off a little lame, you know? Right. Yeah, yeah. Well, listen, I, just so it's clear, when my time comes, you guys can make memes, make jokes. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> Whatever happens, okay, like, go for it, all right? Okay, just so we're clear, right? Kyle's going to make a whole Facebook page for you. I am not. <laughs> Kyle's a walking meme at this point, so, of course, you're going to have memes after you die, Kyle. Dude, there, is no, there are no limits. There is no too soon. That Nothing. Go, go for it. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I, I didn't like Malice's joke, but he made another one too that I thought um, was pretty bad. I can't he remember. Made what it was. He made a few. He had like yeah. like fifteen rapid fire tweets that were all kind of like stroke yeah. jokes. What do you have? Yeah. Do you, you have stroke jokes? Well, I, th- like th- I think up, Liberty dude? memes sent over like twenty five bouquets of flowers or something. Like they yeah, did a big nice. thing. And, the Meeks' uh, caucus did the same thing as well. So I'm I'm sure I'm sure Ron's feeling the love and I'm I'm hoping that his that you know that he recovers without you know any serious effects. He he certainly yeah. looked okay in his picture, but and yeah, he, and, right. And there was an outpouring of support from uh, surprising people like Melissa, uh, yeah. Alyssa Milano, and Trump. It was fucking weird. Why is Alyssa Milano like? How does she even know who Ron Paul is? Wow, really, that, Melissa a- Milano. Yeah, Alyssa Milano. Whatever, right. I don't care. Um, 
Wow, that's surprising. I, I thought she was just completely soulless and just like a fucking opportunist, but hmm. maybe she saw an angle. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and, and Trump said uh, great or something like that in response to his uh, I'm doing okay post. And yeah. somebody somebody was like, oh, he's doing fine. What are we worried about? I'm like, no, he means like he's okay, like he's still alive, but that doesn't mean <laughs> that he's perfectly he wasn't recovered. like riding his He wasn't like riding his bike like, I'm okay, yeah. guys. Yeah, <laughs> oh, yeah. Michael Malice bed. Michael Malice said, yeah, he's the, uh, Ron Paul is the most, still the most lucid person in the LP. <laughs> oh. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I, it's not even in the LP, is he? Or I, I guess know, he is, lifetime member. That, that one kind of, that one kind of made me laugh. I gotta, I kind of gotta admit. Um, <laughs> it that, made that me laugh. I'm sorry. Like, I, I'm that, I have that sick sense of dark sense of humor. I can't help it. Even though, like, I wasn't, like, dude, I was in tears. Like, celebrities dying like i'm so cynical and dark i don't give one fuck about any of these like when politicians celebrities no one i've never had anyone affect me like outside of my family or friends who've died like this mm. and i it hit me i think it was also because like what happened with my grandfather seeing that and then seeing what he was going through and i was just like i dude i thought he was gone like i thought like this is it like this was the big one I was shocked to see that he made it through that, uh, you know, alive. You know, I don't know. Like I said, we don't know his condition right now, but man, it, it hurt, man. I was like, I was for a good like hour or two. I just, I was in a bad like mental place. Like I just couldn't stop thinking about it. And like, I was like, yeah. tearing up and it was really bad. See, I, I saw the news late. So the, the, the get I'm okay. Post had already been made. So I kind of saw it like at the same time. I'm oh, like, you didn't, okay, you didn't okay, have the roller okay. Coaster. I didn't have the emotional roller coaster that a lot of libertarians went through, um, yeah. not knowing his condition. You know. Well, I, I actually saw it. I had a. I have another. I have a. I have a friend chat that's just like college friends. So I'm pretty much the only like libertarian in that chat. <laughs> there might be another guy that's like kind of libertarian. Um, but uh, like one of my like friends in there that's like kind of a Bernie bro. He was the one who actually shared it. Um, and, you know, he, I mean, he didn't say anything like, he wasn't like, oh, fuck Ron Paul. He was like, oh, this sucks. And I, you know, I saw it. I was like, oh, shit. And then I just like started looking up news and, you know. Um, but yeah, wild. It was a wild day. Hopefully he's doing a lot better now. Yeah. yeah. Did you guys hear about uh, Judge Napolitano's uh, being accused yeah. of sexual assault 30 years ago? Yeah. What's what the well, yeah, um, apparently he, according to the lawsuit, he made a guy give him a blowjob for a lighter sentence or something like that. Invite wow. him over his house. Yeah, it, he's denying it completely. But a lot of the people, like a lot of the boomers and, and like Trump, you know, Trump people, they're like all jumping on it because they hate him because he's against Trump. So they're all like, I knew he was gay. I mean, on one hand, I want to think like maybe this is a smear campaign because he's often pretty libertarian and, and, you know, he seems like a pretty solid guy to me. Like, and I've had a lot of respect for him over the years. And then, so I'm like, they could totally smear him. But then it sounds like that is the kind of shady shit a judge would do, you know, like, like, (laughs) wait a second. Did this accusation come out after um, Ginsburg died? Before. Like a uh, week before. Okay, that's a lawsuit. Yeah. He's seeking ten million dollars in damages for for being forcibly sodomized and sexually assaulted, according to the lawsuit. Are you trying to say that Ginsburg was the dude? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> you you know what I mean? Like he he would be possibly considered as a conservative judge. Not this time. Not Supreme yeah. Court. So it's so like what do you think? Is Napolitano? Is this just a smear campaign? to get napolitano or is he a shady judge like "Mm, he's a judge i don't i don't think so he's never he's never once like i don't know i never got that vibe i don't know but who knows he could be but i I just i've never gotten that you're saying he never like forcibly sodomized you so this doesn't ring true (laughs) yeah yeah it wasn't forcible there you go i was waiting for someone to make the joke like no one forced phil he did it all himself I, I don't know him personally. I've seen him talk a number of times. And, um, I mean, did the guy, why didn't the guy ever bring this up before in the last 30 years? Or maybe. Well, he now, here's a fact of the case that Napolitano handed this guy, Corbishley, a, quote, remarkably lenient sentence of five years probation and 150 hours community service. 
and instructed that uh, and instructed that any future probation violations be brought directly to him according to the lawsuit Hmm. Uh, his co-defendant was sentenced to several years in prison for the same charge. So, what was the charge, though? Arson. Yeah. So, yeah. got two co-defendants. Shady. One goes to jail. One one possibly gives the judge a blowjob. <laughs> Did the judge sentence both of them, or just the one guy? He sentenced him for a cornhole ride, apparently. Right. Because that could be it could be it could have been a different judge. If the other guy had a different judge, you could end up with different sentences or or something. I don't know. Yeah, well you said know. they the were co defendant. They call him a co defendant though, yeah, that, you think yeah. it would be the same judge, but I don't really I can't really say. Damn. Judge violated. Did he, did he save any biological evidence or is uh, it like a, yeah, like a yeah, like the blue dress. <laughs> exactly. I wonder like what is the point? I mean like $10 million. Uh, Ten million. That's Jared, what he's suing for. Yeah. Uh, well, Jared, are you about to victim shame, Jared? <laughs> Am I about I think to Jared what? was about the victim blame. I think Jared was about the victim blame. Well, no, I wasn't. I was just gonna say like. <laughs> I'm just fucking with. Like you. I don't know if you have no evidence, what can you really fucking do, man? I mean, you just show up and say like, I want thirty million dollars. I, I read you, another story that had some like more details, and I have to say that the narrative that they presented in that in that lawsuit. It kind of really sounds like something that might happen. Like, we'll never know. Obviously, no one, none of us will ever. We weren't there, but unless he's got the Polaroids, <laughs> he is a judge. Phil okay, was in the, so in the corner with the like, vision goggles. <laughs> I mean, ooh, he, he does. Supposedly, it was like about a- like shoveling snow, and he was told to be like, "Hi, judge, I'm here to shovel snow." And like, yeah, yeah, I heard like, that. But too. okay, you get started. I'll Where was he? And there was no snow on like, the ground. Yeah, there's no snow on the ground. But he told him to go shovel snow. Whatever your kink is, that's your kink. I don't know, man. So what was he asked for? You said thirty million. Ten million. I heard ten. Ten, 10 million. million. Okay, so probably judge will just pay him off like two million, and that'll be it. Maybe. No, he's fighting it. He's fighting it completely. He says that he completely denies every accusation in that. You know, in that uh, lawsuit. Maybe he'll. Maybe he can get a blowjob from the other judge. He, he puts off like a I'll little bit of a 10 million. Judge Knapp does put, does put off like a little bit of a like a mafia kind of vibe to me. Maybe maybe DePolitano will have to give the next judge a blowjob to get leniency in, in this lawsuit. <laughs> That's what I was saying. Dude. Yeah, come shovel some snow in my my judge quarters. <laughs> Chambers, that's what the Chambers. Chamber. Sorry, whatever. Sorry, I'm not. I just assume I, I just assume that people at that level are a bunch of perverts and rapists and and molesters and author- like. Yeah, yeah. You, you have mean, some biases. <laughs> I do, but at the same time, I'm like I like I've 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 I shook his hand. I I like him. I got his autograph on a book. Like you know, like he does say some really cool shit. Yeah, he's been an ardent defender of uh, liberty, so I hope it's and, not. You know, true. and he's gotten away with a lot, like in the mainstream media. Like he's he's dumped some pretty libertarianist shit, like into Fox Business Channel, and you know, and some pretty did mainstream you know, channels. Did you know he used to actually have his own like judge show, like Judge Judy type show, like courtroom show? No, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, he did. I what? wish I could find clips of that. That's awesome. Yeah, look it up. Um, was it on the show that he? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it could be, dude. <laughs> my, my, my mother-in-law. <laughs> my mother-in-law works for work. Used to work for the state of New Jersey in their legal department, right? And and these. So she worked with all these lawyers that were going to courts in New Jersey, and she said they didn't want to go to Napolitano's court because he would actually like make them like m- like do their work. Like all the other judges, it was just like a cakewalk for these state attorneys. Like, right? Like everybody was like on board, but she specifically said Napolitano was known for like, oh shit, it's Napolitano who would like make them actually like make their case and shit like that, which these lawyers didn't want to do. So (laughs) that's funny. They're going to have like reruns of the show and everyone's going to look back and he's like sending, sentencing everyone to like, yeah, I sentenced you to 20 months of shoveling snow at my place. (laughs) <laughs> that's like every every sentence on the show is just that i so used to record his tv show every week you remember he had a he had a tv show on fox business yeah austin peterson was the, the producer of it yeah I but used it was to still good 
I used to record okay, that so every the, week. Okay, the so show, <laughs> the show was called Power of Attorney. It ran from 2000 to 2002. Uh, it was a show on... Uh, it uh, doesn't say, it might have been Fox, in which people brought small claims disputes to a televised courtroom. So yeah, it's basically like Judge Judy, but with Judge Knapp. And small claims court. Yeah. He what does Judge Judy bicycle. do, like family stuff? <laughs> yeah. And then his other show was Freedom Watch. The yeah, yeah, Freedom, Freedom Watch was fucking great. Freedom Watch was, was good. Yeah. He, he kind of reminds me of, um, oh, what's his name? Uh, um, he did like the he he did the debates for the Libertarian Party. Stasel, he's yeah. kind of like mm-hmm. along the lines of Stasel, you know. I mean, completely different careers, but like kind of. You're not accusing Stasel of anything, are you? <laughs> I am not. <laughs> Although he did he work in journalism, it. and journalism is like the other place where that shit happens. So who knows? <laughs> he also Let's loves start any rumors here about John Stasel, but you know he's pretty famous in Hollywood. And you know what that means? John Stasel's snow shovels. I want to put in a disclaimer that these are jokes. <laughs> it should not be <laughs> taken seriously. It's I don't like, have oh, any man. <laughs> John Stossel's not coming on the show now. Oh, damn. I'm more worried about getting sued by John Stossel. <laughs> <laughs> well, maybe you should stop raping kids, all right? Oh! Wow. Yeesh! <laughs> Wait, so this is the second man has accused Judge Knapp of a misdeed so it's not oh no this isn't the oh, first judge. one this is i too is another was actually assaulted moment. yeah mm. but it's gonna be like that crazy lady who accused trump and who said like who she was like making like like coming on to that host who was like asking her questions about <laughs> oh yeah i forget oh my god dude that's so long ago holy shit where is this four years gone of donald trump like it's just i can't believe it's been four years i like it's so crazy to me. How does it? What uh, does it feel like? Longer? Yeah, it feels like it's uh. just been like so, like drawn out. But you know what? At the same time, imagine though, how the next like four is going to feel, dude. Yeah, I guess I'm getting old. I I don't know. Imagine <laughs> how old you're going to feel in 2024 when you have another four years of Trump. Oh God! Or you know, hey, <laughs> hey, no, or four years of Joe Jorgensen. You never know. Oh yeah, that could happen. <laughs> now, there, some have accused her of being a a, a CIA asset. Is that? I feel that's a bit of a stretch. Uh, you know what? Not really Let's, uh, founded accusation, but it is out there based on her recent uh, uh, endorsement of Alan Dershowitz for Supreme Court. <laughs> what the hell? What's I think going that on there? person might be on this panel right now. I'm talking. I don't know. We'll find out right after hours. Right? We will find out in after hours. Ooh. Do you want to take how us out, Phil? Yeah. Well, how do we get to the after hours? Uh, you guys got to go over to our Patreon. Um, you go ahead and sign up for what one Fed note a month. You get access to our after hours show. What else do we got, Jared? Uh, what other stuff, cool stuff we got over there? Yeah, so we've got uh, whatever on Patreon. We if you if you give ten dollars uh, a month, you get uh, a t shirt. Um, in addition to uh, Patreon.com, that's Patreon Patreon.com slash Punk Rock Libertarians. Um, you also can go over to LibertarianCountry.com. Uh, we've got t shirts. Available over there, if you enter uh, PRL uh, promo code PRL, um, you get ten percent off. Ten percent off. Um, if you enter, yeah, ten percent off. If you uh, enter PRL code, sorry, if you enter code PRL two, uh, you'll save twenty percent off of any order over fifty dollars. Um, and also, this uh, this podcast is brought to you by conversations about freedom podcast uh which is hosted by moral bob and oh, oh. and uh also we got to promote is uh our new podcast on the network uh late to liberty which uh airs uh what are we gonna do every thursday so just uh look for it on your feed and check it out and give us a review and let us know what you think yep and until next time live free or die That is shed. Drenching the flags and the tax bombs in red. Was it by a few at the expense of the many? So did the gods and the machine. You can't justify killing by economic gain. For God, country, and democracy. You can put freedom and death point in a fine land. You suffer the truth, then bring them home. I believe the truth.
apprehends the non-aggression principle The violence of the state becomes absolute